Hey folks, Russ Bailey here. It's time for another edition of Brush Pile Fishing, the podcast right here on iHeartRadio. And as always, we have a great guest lined up for you today. We're going to the state of Indiana, uh, an accomplished tournament angler, good friend of mine, used to guide quite a bit, and now I think he just likes pleasure fishing. Um, But Tom Hankins is going to join us, so you stay tuned. We'll be right back with Brush Pile Fishing. Hey folks, welcome back. This is Russ Bailey, and we are ready for another uh, podcast right here on iHeartRadio. And joining us right now will be my good friend from Indiana, Tom Hankins. Tom, how are we doing? I'm doing fine, Russ. Thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Hey, it's always a pleasure talking to you. You know, we run into each other once in a while, <clears throat> excuse me, on the tournament trail, and then, uh, of course, at the boat shows in the winter, and we've got to tape, and uh, it's finally getting warm in our neck of the woods. Buddy, it's it's beginning to be that time of year, our favorite time of year. Catching crappies are coming in right now to spawn. It's starting to happen right here in central Indiana, so now is the time to be out. Okay, let's concentrate on the spawn. And uh, <clears throat> I know, Tom, you fish several lakes, especially with the uh, Indiana Slab Masters. <clears throat> Excuse me, but if you have your choice, give me a couple lakes that you like fishing this time of year in Indiana, and then let's go over the pattern or technique that you like in each lake this time. Sure. Hey, uh, my favorite lake to fish for big fish when we're talking to two-pound-plus fish would be Lake Monroe. They're hard to come by down there, but when you find them, boy, they're big, beautiful fish. Uh, If I'm going to go out and catch a nice mess of eaters, you know, your 10- to 12-inch fish, I'm going to go to Lake Cataract, Geist Reservoir, a couple of my favorite reservoirs to hit. Uh, Right now, you know, Cataract, I was down there last weekend, and fish are moving in to spawn. And they're, they're just on fire. Any stump you see that's in anywhere from 12 to, you know, three foot of water right now is just loaded up with them males waiting on them females to move in. So it's my favorite time of year right now. Do a lot of casting, swimming jigs, stuff like that. You know, I've never fished cataract, <clears throat> never have been there. Now, is that a uh, basically a primitive lake or are there docks on there or... Yeah, it's just a, a flood control reservoir. Typically, this lake floods out this time of year. It's finally back down to just below summer pool. Uh, there's no docks or anything on the lake. Uh, it's I want to say it's probably about 1,500, 1,600 acres. And out of that 1,500, 1,600 acres, probably only, I don't know, 1,200 acres is really fishable because upstream, you know, up the river end of it, it's really shallow. So many, many years ago, people were able to go through and fish, but it's sold it in quite a bit. Uh, so it's it's really called Kegel's Mill, but anybody from Indiana knows, knows it as Lake Cataract because it's got some of the largest waterfalls there is. You know, it's Cataract Falls. Okay. So which feeds into Lake Cataract or Kegel's Mill. 
Gotcha. Now you talk about swimming jigs there. You talked about those fish could be anywhere from 12 foot up to three foot shallow. Uh, what kind of jigs, what kind of action you giving? You're casting or just maybe just a little flip out or what? Yeah, last weekend we were we were doing just a little flip out, but and and let the pendulum back to the boat. Uh, it seemed like they wanted it moving. If you were trying to just hold it above their head, they they wouldn't hit it. They'd stare at it all day long. But if that thing was starting to pull away from them or swim away, they they would hit it. Just probably more of a reaction strike than anything. But uh, my favorite jigs. Uh, without a doubt has become the crappie magnet okay simple split tail crappie magnet that that jig i have put more two pound plus fish in my boat this year than i have in many many years combined it's it's remarkable i think it's the profile my favorite color has been the butler gold okay uh However, I've used other colors on the same days, and I, I had the same results. So, I think it's just a profile that bait. You know, I giant fish have no problem eating that. I like the slab magnet. Okay, but now let me tell you, I've been using the regular crappie magnet, and and uh, we did a show a couple weeks ago down on Gunnersville. I was uh, with Kevin McCarley. And we were actually spider rigging with those. One color, and I mean one color, and I had never used this color before then. Dude Special. Have you tried that? No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh, man. You may want to give that a try sometime, too. But, you know, it, it definitely made a believer out of me, too. And like you say, I think it's the profile of that bait. But, man, oh, man, do they whack them things. I'm telling you. I... If I had one bait to choose from, that would be it right there. You know, I've been putting them on an eight-ounce jig, you know, because I've been fishing deeper. Uh, but now I've switched over to a 24-ounce jig because we're starting to get out in shallower water. So we don't have to get that bait down there as quick. We actually want it to fall a little slower uh, as we're casting out to these stumps. Because uh, right now, you know, all your all your males are moving in on the stumps. They want that natural cover. Yep. And if you can find that stump that's got the good root system coming off the base of it, that that's the ones they're targeting too. So, do you get mainly use whites that side or imaging, folks? Get out there and find it. There you go. Do you get mainly whites or blacks there? Yeah, most ninety nine percent of our fish in Indiana are white crappie. We've got a couple lakes that support a good black crappie population uh but most of our lakes are predominantly white okay okay so we talked about cataract four numbers um those fish like you say 12 to three foot folks there you go um now let's switch gears you said if you want some big fish at this time they're harder to get but i've seen the results of this lake monroe what are you what are you going to do right now on monroe I'm going to target the stumps right now because, like I said, them, them male fish, they're, they're finding their, their stumps that they want to spawn on, and they're trying to attract them females. And if you find a stump with big males, there's big females around it somewhere. You know, they got that lateral line on them. 
somehow they're able to detect each other from a long distance away using that line. So you find that big fish on the stump, stick around because there's more rounding. Now, same thing. Are you using jigs this time of year? Oh, absolutely. Yes. I, I haven't used a, a minnow or a shiner all year. Well, one, I haven't been able to get them because bait shops and stuff been shut down. Uh, but I haven't had the need to use them. You know, Chris Mann, you know, we all know Chris Mann. That, yes, guy, that guy's done wonders with using the crappie <clears throat> magnet without any minnows at all. You know, he's won the points title a few times with just plastic. Yep. And yep. myself included, I've won more money off of just a plastic jig than I ever have off of live bait. Yep. There, there are times, and once you know how to use a jig, man, they are they are deadly. Um, now, are you still using just a regular crappie magnet this time of year, or are you using something different at Monroe? <clears throat> yes, I've just been using a regular crappie magnet. However, I did throw out the Finspin Pro Series for some fun, and, oh, I had a lot of fun <laughs> catching a lot of good fish with that thing, you know. Uh, but when you're fishing around stumps and things like that, I, I hate snagging them and breaking them off. <laughs> I hear you. So, I like, I'm cheap, you know, I'm cheap. <laughs> I don't want to lose that expensive jig. Uh, so I'll just go back to an eight ounce jig with that crappie magnet on it and just you know, hammer away. Now, I remember. Uh, I put out a couple of my videos that, that showed that, you know, exactly what I was catching them on. So. Yeah, and folks, Tom is is very good at posting videos. Um, what he's doing, you know, it's up to date. Um, just go to Facebook, Tom Hankins, uh, because you can learn a lot from those videos too. He's always got some good tips on there. <clears throat> you know, Tom, I remember I fished Monroe, and this has been years and years and years ago. We were in a tournament. The only time I've ever been there, it was snowing sideways. Okay. When I say miserable, it was about as miserable as you can get. And I remember we didn't catch very many big fish, but we caught 5,000 fish that day, anywhere from 5 inches to, you know, 11 inches. It was crazy just the number. And it, it, it looked like you guys had great hatches for several years. Um, is there still a lot of, you know, smaller fish there? There is. There's overpopulated <clears throat> with little fish. It's It's really a shame you can go out there day after day after day and just catch hundreds and hundreds of these little bitty fish that aren't even big enough to take home and eat uh and not come across the big fish so that lake can really humble you you know but if if you put in your homework like i have over the years and, and many guys here in indiana have uh your success rate for big fish will definitely go up Last year when the lake was flooded up in the trees, I've never seen so many pound and a half to one-eight uh, male fish in my life. It was incredible. So that told me, I don't know if the lake is, is on the uptick right now or if it just happened to be these fish, these male fish moved into the trees to spawn and they were easier to target. Gotcha. But it was remarkable watching the crop USA weigh in there last year. I think there might have been one female fish weighed in, and there were some incredible weights brought in, all male fish. 
Mm-mm-mm. Those are some Pretty dandies. Impressive. Yes, yes. Now, when you're yeah. fishing, when you're fishing Monroe and Cataract, and you're you're using that jig, what what pound test line do you like to use? I know you're a slime line guy, just like myself. Um, and not only the pound test line, but do you prefer the clear or the high vis? Well, th- this year I've been running that uh, slime line. It's a, a super stretch. It's a champion series. Yep. There you go. Yep. I've been running the eight pound test because I've been tying on double jigs with it, so I'm pitching out there to you know to these fish, and uh, uh, it seems like that super stretch is. It is just that. It's got great sensitivity, but yet it gives enough for the fish so you're not yanking that jig out of that fish's hook. Or, I'm sorry, you're not. <laughs> Let me repeat that. You're not yanking that jig out of that fish's mouth. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I've gone to the super stretch more. However, if I'm spider rigging, I'm going to run the high vis. Okay. And if I'm shooting docks, definitely the high vis. That's when you need a line watch more than anything. But if I'm if I'm feeling the bite, I I really don't need to hide this. Gotcha. Now I want to switch gears a little bit, Tom. We've been talking about you know just going out and getting you some good fish this time of year. Um, you're also an accomplished tournament angler, but right now. Uh, I take it Indiana's about like Ohio and the rest of the country. A lot of the tournaments have been put on hold due to the virus. Yes, they have. Uh, Indiana Slab Masters, we were fortunate enough to get one in uh, in early March, kind of before things were really starting to get shut down. Uh, we fished on uh, Lake Freeman and Schaefer, which is up in Monticello, Indiana. Anyone's ever heard of Indiana Beach? That's where it's at. Uh, Ron and I were we were able to you know come out of that with a win uh, against some of the best tournament anglers we've got in the state. But from then on, you know, the Corps of Engineers, the state, they pulled our permits, you know, yeah. due to the coronavirus. And I get it. You know, we need to we need to stay safe, protect ourselves from one another you know, from transmitting this, this disease. But I'm so ready to get back out and fish a tournament, you know. <laughs> well, let's let's stay right here. You can only catch so many two you can only catch so many two pound fish and, and not take them to a scale, <laughs> you know. Show them off a little bit. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, exactly. So so if someone wanted more information, because eventually we're going to start having tournaments again, and they, they, uh, they're thinking about joining the Indiana Slab Masters, what's the easiest way for them to uh, find out more info and get in touch with someone? Okay, the, there is a website, the Indiana Slab Masters website. If you just get on Google, type in Indiana Slab Masters, okay. you will see there's a website and there's a Facebook page. Okay. And uh, the the president, vice president, all them, their, their phone numbers, their cell phone numbers are on there. So and it, anyone's welcome to reach out to myself, you know, through via Facebook stuff like that. Uh, Jim Raymer and I started the club back in 2009, uh, and it's grown into something wonderful. Uh, we've got a, a lot of great people in this club that's willing to help out anybody 
And that's what it's all about because we don't, we're not fishing for a bunch of money. It's more bragging rights and getting out, getting together with your fishing buddies, you know. And that's it's a great it's group about. of guys over there. It really is. Yes. So, yes, it is. We have a lot of fun doing it. Well, you know, um, Crop USA, of course, was supposed to come to our my home lake, Grand Lake St. Mary's. And we had to cancel the tournament because of the same thing, because the, the state of pool permits. <clears throat> but, uh, Tom, I know you and me have talked a little bit, but uh, Brush Pile Fishing, we are proud to present that we are going to put on the tournament October 10th on Delaware Lake in Ohio, and that's near Columbus, folks. And we're going to start talking about this on every podcast because, you know, I, I've been involved in a lot of good things since I've been with Brush Pile Fishing. Um, but this by far, of course, me, I, I'm a veteran too, so this is really special to me. Uh, but there's a guy named Travis Mills. And, folks, if you don't know Travis's story, please look him up. Uh, just Google Travis Mills. You'll probably find the movie trailer, some of his motivational speaking. He's a disabled Army vet. He actually had both legs and both arms blown off in the war. Um, he has made an incredible comeback. He has a organization called the Travis Mills Foundation where they take disabled vets out uh, and their families for week-long getaways. Just let them relax. They've got fishing, golf, whatever. Just get away. Um, and they do this for disabled vets. So our tournament on October 10th, we are going to do all proceeds. We'll go to the Travis Mills Foundation. Travis Mills, the true American hero, will be here uh, Friday night. He'll be there talking to the anglers and, and probably doing a speech um, after weigh-ins. He'll be at, at the weigh-ins himself. He'll be at the banquet. So this is, uh, we're trying to turn this into a great event. And we want anglers from all over the country, not just Ohio. Um, Tom, me and you talked. I would love to see you and Ron here and the rest of the Indiana Slabmaster guys. Um, but uh, this is called the Never Give Up, the Never Quit Tournament. We're naming it after him. That's his motto. And, Tom, this could be a big event and, and something I'm very proud of. Well, buddy, uh, you know, I'm there to support it, and then I'm going to try to promote it in any way I can. You know, this is a great thing we're doing, you're doing, Rush Pile Fishing. You know, and Travis listening to his podcast I mean, that, that was heartbreaking to listen to it and then turn around and listen to him talk about it. And what he's overcome is simply amazing. He is the true American hero. Yes, sir. Well, and, you know, we talked about Crop USA canceling. The other thing is in our tournament, we're going to guarantee 2000 to the winner, but also Crop USA is going to take the top five teams for their classic. So even though we didn't have a tournament, we're still getting some Ohio uh, – you know, national reps in there, and, and it may not be Ohio guys that win it. You Indiana boys are pretty darn tough. You may come over there and whoop our butts, but somebody's going to the Classic because of this. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, I, I know that you have uh, shared a couple of our posts on this, Tom, and I just want to tell you I appreciate it, buddy. I really do. Absolutely, Russ. Um, I'm here to help promote our sport and our love of crappie fishing. Well, and we all we we all need to work together on this. And Tom, before we cut you loose, 
one more thing. You know, you and I did several years ago an outstanding show, I thought, on uh, Lemon Lake down in Indiana. It was very foggy, late fall that morning. It just looked cool with the fog coming off the water. We caught great fish. And we have not done a show since then. So I'm kind of taking it you're mad at me or something. So whatever I've done, I need to get over this so we can do another show, buddy. No, I'm not mad at all, buddy. You know, I remember we had one scheduled uh, a couple years ago, and I happened to wake up the morning before, and uh, I had vertigo. Yes. You know, uh, I told you, you can come over and film it, but it's going to look like I'm drunk. <laughs> uh, but, yes, I look forward to getting you back out, you know, showing you how to catch a fish because I know you don't want to. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to learn. Uh, that's a good thing well folks i'd like to thank tom hankins for joining us today again on the brush pile podcast uh like i say it's always a great pleasure fishing with him and talking to him and we will get another show together in the future so you stay tuned for that one and folks stay tuned for next week because we'll have a brand new podcast right here on iHeartRadio and brush pile fishing for more brush pile fishing excitement find us on facebook youtube and instagram Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.